0: Mentoring people and yeah, totally. Hello, friends. Happy
1: Friday. Happy last Friday of the year for us on yeah. this little fun shindig we've been doing. I've enjoyed it. Thank you for having me.
0: Let's I have fighting. I have enjoyed it as well. I hope everyone watching has enjoyed it um as well. But we don't get co-workers, so it's nice <laughs> to talk with each other, right? Like I tell my husband, he's like, I don't know what should you do, and I'm like, I don't know what should I do. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's like, yeah, what are your colleagues doing? My right. colleagues.
0: Exactly. Like, this is my colleague right here. She's I not know, annoying. I need one. Right? This is my colleague right here. <laughs> yeah. Like in the corner. Yes. Um, hello, friends. So as Anna mentioned, we are hello, you did catch a live. Hello, Kelly is here. Let us know who's here, friends. Uh, this is our last live for the year. Oh. And then we're taking, we're taking three weeks
1: off um, for the holidays, for the new year. Anna's moving. For our sanity. Actually, don't know when I'll be moving. Um, That's a sad story, but I am moving sometime soon. Just probably not in January. Eventually. Uh, Maybe February.
0: Um so this is a general question and answers. If you guys have questions, we do have a couple of things on the agenda that I wanted to talk about. Um and I think has a couple of things as well to chat about. But For if sure. you guys have questions, feel free to ask them. If you're new to my channel, I am on Poshmark and eBay. Anna is strictly on eBay. Uh we both spoke at eBay Open, so I think between the two of us, we usually get most questions answered and if Duncan joins, he can usually answer if
1: we can't, <laughs> he also likes to ask us questions to bait us to give answers, which is funny. Yes,
0: I will say, friends, if you guys did not watch last week's live, definitely go back and check it out because Anna brought up some really good things coming forward with like the eBay sh- or the Germany shipping. There's like a new yeah. law in Germany, I'm, we're not going to get into it, so go watch the other one. But there's like a new Germany law that we need to kind of be aware of and what eBay's handling with it. And there was something else that was like you brought up that was really, yeah.
1: It's just a few of the things that are like, um, you know, things that the government are are proposing to do and stuff that affect us and sort of like what eBay is currently saying about those things, because I got to be part of a meeting where we discuss all that stuff. And so I kind of shared the highlights with everybody. And there's a couple of things that you can actually go and do to take action. that's like really easy and simple um, if you want to get involved at all and sort of make your voice heard as a small business owner and a reseller, like, you know we we all got to help each other. So yes. just a, a way, ways for you guys to, to participate and do that. Yes. And, um, I will say neither one of us work
0: for eBay, although I have <laughs> no. a bag on today because the shirt's so comfortable, um, but they do eBay does do, cause there are a lot of like laws and rules that will impact us as sellers. And like, we can't each individually go to the Washington DC and rally and labor or not labor. What's the right word? Lobby. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> um, so eBay does it on our behalf, but they do ask for support for us. So we talked all about that last, last week. Um it was a very informational uh video. Duncan's asking for any book recommendations, and I know what he's getting at. <laughs> and it does have a book. Um so definitely check it out. It should be linked down below. Um it's on eBay and on Amazon. Amazing, amazing book. It is. Thank you. Thank and you then my- Duncan- is also asking, how many items did you sell in 2022 on eBay altogether?
1: Ooh. That's a good question, Duncan. Let me look. It's not over yet. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I haven't looked at my dashboard, but I do have my own spreadsheet, which is easier for me to look at. <laughs> yes. Um, I,
0: oh, on eBay alone.
1: I'm going to say all because I don't have that pulled up. Mine is on eBay alone for sure, but um, I would say though, just off the top, Duncan, yes, forty-two hundred is good. <laughs> Especially yes. if you made profit on all forty-two hundred of those items, even better.
0: And he doesn't source any of them, which is the best part. Really, that's nice. No, has a sorcerer. A sorcerer. Oh, that's amazing. A sorcerer. I know. I always think of that. That's my goal. Ne- that's one of my goals next year. So uh, we are going to be. That's one of my agenda things. We can get into it in a minute. I can't. Yeah, I can't look at just eBay. I can tell you my total. Um, so far I'm at two thousand nine hundred and fifteen. That's between Poshmark and eBay. I'd have to like go through and yeah, spend my, too much time for a live to tell you. But
1: mine are all eBay. But I'm at thirty-seven sixty for the year. So That's hopefully there will be. Hopefully we'll probably cross four thousand probably by the end of the year. So because
0: you're crushing it this month, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean. It, I am like, it's semi-liquidation mode. So I'm definitely letting some stuff go for lower than I want, but we're moving stuff out the door. And that is definitely one of the top goals. So do you it, think, I was thinking
0: about this. Do you think when you get all settled, will you change it a little bit? Or will you still try and
1: keep like a steady flow? And Yeah. So, I mean, that's perfect to the conversation too, because, you know, everything that we do, in our stores has a slow trickle effect. Some things we can do and effect change faster, but a lot of things that we do are like we're going to be seeing the effects of that trickling through, you know, the following six months or more. And so I'm trying to think about that now because I'm like, what about my life to be like when I get there? You know, right now I'm it's kind of like a double whammy for me to semi liquidate because I will have fewer things to move that will directly impact the cost of moving. which is going to be a huge expense. And then also it's like, you know, just moving and like having a new house that I want to furnish with new stuff in some cases, or it'll be a bigger house. So we'll have more rooms than we had before that don't have any things to go in them and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to like squeeze out as much money from my store as I can reasonably do before that. So it's kind of like helping me in both ways. But once I get there, I may not have such a need to try to squeeze out extra money, you know, I in my nice to have it.
0: <laughs> Instead yeah. of like staying on the inventory, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of headed like in talking with you and just having goals for myself for this year and knowing that it's getting harder and harder to resell. I'm kind of like in this, I would rather just sell it and not like maybe if I held on to it, I can make five more dollars, but I'd rather just, but you're, I mean, we're in very different realms
1: because you have to have the right buyer. But Uh, also it's like, you know, all of that stuff, like I'm not going to like revert back to like, well, now I'm going to try and wait for the topmost dollar necessarily except like, like I'll probably slow it down in some ways, like have a little bit longer of handling time so that it's not as much pressure on me. And I am going to not sell stuff for like the lowest I'll take because, you know, I want to, I do want to maximize that. But at the same time, my overall strategy with my inventory is going to be to source higher dollar inventory. So like, hopefully that can sort of dovetail together and I won't be like, making a lot less money over time but I will not be in like semi-liquidation mode anymore so it'll be interesting to see how those things kind of offset each other because here's the other thing which I do talk about this in my book so you know plug that or whatever but I'm a creative person we're all creative I believe that actually you know creativity is 99% about problem solving and then there's also like art which is like a different kind of creativity but we at least all have the problem solving kind. That's interesting that
0: you say that because I'm creative in the problem solving, obviously math. Yes. But like my eight-year-old can draw significantly
1: better than that. And like seriously, people think they're not creative and it's just not true. You're inherently creative. Like most of the, like a lot of the like psychological studies and stuff about creativity, how do they measure creativity in those studies? It's like you know, unique, like number of unique solutions that you came up with in a time frame or something like that. It's not like who made the prettiest picture, not to like discount the prettiest picture. I'm a musician and I care a lot about art, like a lot, a lot. But the point is I sort of have both sides of creativity. That's what makes me come alive. That's what I love. And even like as a therapist in my career before, before being a reseller, like there's so much creativity in that. And I love that too. But for me, I know that that the miscellaneous, you know, nature of my store really does mirror the miscellaneous (laughs) nature of my life. So I have these other like projects, other irons in the fire, other income streams that are related to creative stuff that I really want to focus on once I get there too. Like once we get to the next place and let my store be more on like autopilot in the background and not, not totally in the background, but like you know, I want to continue to streamline it and continue to make my inventory better so that I can spend less time on it, continue making the money I'm making and get these other things off the ground. So- it's
0: kind of funny that you say this because we're in similar parts. So uh, we've kind of headed into our goals for 2023, which yes. i actually like formally saying it, yeah. but I'm kind of in the same part. Like I like reselling and I've gotten it to like a consistent place and we can always fine tune things. And I think for me and a lot of different resellers, depending on the niches that you're in, it's going to be hard next year because people, you know, thrift stores are charging a lot more and people are wanting to pay a lot less. We're going into reset, like all of these different things. So I'm going to have to like problem solve with that a little bit, but I'm not in like most growth anymore. Right. I want to have it where, and I was actually thinking today, like how many hours do I actually want to spend on reselling? Yeah. Like as far as my reselling business, my other avenue is I was telling you before I was working on spreadsheets and I did an eBay store review with someone this morning and teaching and like, that's what's kind of bringing me alive right now. Right. Um, but I want, like, it's nice to like have an on autopilot and just go down and ship 10 items and
1: be like, Oh, I just made $300. Right. right. Like, well, and it also keeps you relevant. Like, yeah. you know, there's little stuff changing constantly about the platforms that you're on and like, you know i think that's a good way to stay in touch so long as the time that you are spending on even if it's more part-time than it is you know in the future than it is now like it's still like kind of integral to your credibility and what you're doing i mean you know what you're doing but but like no, but if it, i, if I don't
0: resell anymore like if i didn't resell for six months i couldn't teach it because eBay would have like three updates poshmark could do more like, right like i took the summer off and i didn't get on social media for reselling really and i came back and i was like what's going on <laughs> i was like "Poshmark did what and ebay has what updates and like this and that and so yeah i think it helps keep me in it but i kind of want it more on autopilot so that I can work on other parts. And for me, it's other parts of my reselling business. But for you, it's like other parts of your entire life and more time. So I told, I mentioned this last week too. I sat down like in January, I don't really believe in like New Year's resolutions because it's just one month after December. Right. Right. And then like in February I make new goals because it's one month after. So it's, but I think towards the end of the year, you do start to think about like what you want next year to look like. And yeah, you so making a list of like all the things that make me happy all the things that I'm like impartial to, like I could do them. I could like live without them. Yeah. And all the things that I absolutely hate. <laughs> um, And personally and in my reselling business and I'm like, okay, how do I make this work personally? And I love reading books and I have a hard time finding the, t- making the time a priority. Um, yes. So like getting some of the reselling, right. Cause when you're reselling, you're always, when you have your own business in your house, you have to consciously step away from it. Yes. um, And so I think trying to make more of an effort to do that yeah. and walk away from the reselling business to do well, other things and have hobbies. Yeah.
1: And like so many tasks are like laundry, like they're never really done. And so you can just, you could keep working forever. Like you really could, you have to have really good boundaries with yourself, but yeah, it's, it's also like helpful. I think to have like you, you are specifying what it is that you want to be able to to do with that time so like if it's hard for you to like redirect or like cut yourself off you're like but i'm doing this for a specific reason so that i can go read this book which is like my goal you know like i think well, having I, that specificity really helps
0: and having certain goals for me too because otherwise you just work 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 because you can always do more if exactly. you're like for me i'm like okay i need to get 70 items photographed this week i need to get three youtube videos done i need to get like if i have those goals for the week and then they're done i'm like Yes, I could do another YouTube video. Yes, I could resource more. Like you can always yeah. do more things, but if I have those things done, then I'm like, okay, I feel okay taking a step away and going and doing them. Um, let us know guys in the chat. I know we're still a couple of weeks out. We're done with our lives until January. So we're talking about it now. Um, but if you guys have started thinking about your new year's goals that you want to do. If y'all checked out, I think it was released yesterday or sometime this week. We talked about it in my live how my 500 items were lost. I did a video because I I found them all. Um, Actually, not 97 of them. I have no like I don't physically have them. Um, My only guess is that they sold and didn't get updated, and I can't go far enough back. Mm-hmm. data. Um, although they've updated that a little bit, but I still don't think it's far enough. So I will yeah. to look into that. Um, that's one of my things in the new year is trying to find a better process so that I don't, I'm not that far off. With yeah. Items. Um, so let us know in the chat what you guys are working on. What are your goals? We kind of chatted about it a little bit, but do you have other things going into the new year? Or are you just trying to survive for your move?
1: Yeah, I am trying to survive. I mean, at least the like trying to wrap my mind around moving my whole store 600 miles away is uh it's made me think about some stuff which i've been wanting to sort of sit down and evaluate anyway like what are the things that i can still streamline you know like good questions like what you're asking like how do i want the way around my business to differ like once i get all set up there and like by virtue of the change in situation when i move like some some things are going to kind of take care of themselves inherently in that process but I also think like this year I haven't been as disciplined about like trying to streamline something else on a regular basis. It's just like when something is a mm-hmm. problem that, that's screaming loud enough at me, I'm like, okay, it's time to address
0: that, you know? And like- we lose 500 items. <laughs> all of last year to reconcile my inventory.
1: Yeah, And then finally I
0: was like, oh crap, there's 500 missing. I have to sit down and do this now. Yes.
1: And like such is life as a reseller slash small business owner in general, right? But I do think if I can sort of like, take care of some stuff, you know, just, just even simple stuff. Like right now, my, my setup for my inventory storage is I have three different storage units and um, one of them, all of the bins are in sequential order. The other one, they are not in sequential order, but they're like loosely in order, kinda. And like, there when i get there all of everything will all be in one place so they can literally be in exact numerical order and that will save me a little bit of time that will be great you know but so there's some stuff like that that i'm like i just haven't fixed it because i'm not going to be in this situation that much longer you know but um i want to like really make a point You can get away with not fixing it because you're like, oh, it's only two minutes
0: now. It's only two minutes now, and it would take you probably an entire day to move all three of them.
1: Yes. Where
0: if you're forced to move, like I'm in a similar situation, you can see these are like my overflow bins. There's probably fifteen of them up here that don't fit downstairs, but they're not in order. They're like random ones up here, and so I'm going through and shipping. I have to be like, oh crap, that bins upstairs, and then run upstairs and then be like, oh, like where if I knew like all of my A's were up here then I would just know, like, look, before I go downstairs to shit. Yes.
1: Right. But I haven't made but it. Even, even that's like an extra step, you know, like mm-hmm. which you can, once you build that step in, it is faster than it is now, but it still could be a little better. So like, I want to be in a place where I'm every month when I sort of like make my new sheet, like when I do my month, my, my numbers and stuff and my sold page and my own little spreadsheets, like I do everything by the month. And so When I'm doing that, I want to be also looking back at, like, okay, what is, like, where's a rub that I can try to streamline this month? Like, just one thing, even if it's really simple, even if it takes me 30 minutes out of the whole month to, like, put something in place that streamlines it, like, I want to be a little more aware of that and keep improving my processes on, like, a kind of a disciplined basis like that instead of just responding and reacting, you know?
0: and which is such a hard thing to do because i spent so last year before we knew each other like 2021 i spent the entire year like improving my processes and getting down to where it took me like two minutes to take photos and like just timing myself and since then i haven't wanted to do anything because you don't see like a direct impact like my returns process is not a process it's chaos. Yeah. And it's been on my agenda all year to be like, I need to come up with like a process. So it's not like this big every six months, my thing is like overflowing and I can't yeah. make an item. And at mine right now overflowing. Yes. So <laughs> discourage up-
1: maintenance. <laughs>
0: yeah. If you come up with a returns process or anyone has one, um, I did start putting them in order at least because I used to just throw them in. So now they're at least in like order of like what bins they will go in. So when I put mm-hmm. them in or when I have an item that sold that was a return, it's easy for me to find it instead of like yeah. going through all
1: of them. Um, yeah. I think the thing that I do is like, it works pretty well. Um, and I normally am just like, oh, well, whenever this little temporary bin is full, then I like convert it to the real, you know, make it a real bin basically. and. But then I have to go, like, find each thing in the spreadsheet, put the new bin number, which really, it doesn't take that long. But I don't, like, I really don't do it unless the bin is full. So if I don't have a lot of returns, then it's like, oh, some of this stuff might have been in here for two months. And, like, it's just still, you know, like, I should probably, like, clear it out whether it's full or not, like, at the end of every month. Oh,
0: well, mine was full, so then I just got a bigger bin.
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, yeah well, that's what mine is right now. It's like two bins basically because I'm just like I can't deal with this right now. I've got like 500 things to ship. <laughs> like this can wait, you know? And like sometimes it has to be like that, but it does.
0: All right, so let's get to a few questions. We can come back to this as well. Um but we do have some people asking some questions in the chat. Cool. Questions 2 to 3 weeks ago, you were talking about ending and selling similar on eBay versus listing and forget.
1: At what point do you relist
0: though? Mm.
1: Well, I think if your listing has, isn't like high quality enough, you know, like if it's like everything about the listing is amazing and it's just like, you're like me and you're waiting for that one exact person to find it. You know, I don't know that even redoing the whole listing is going to change it that much really from like a similar could give it better views. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's in like, or who is this? Sorry. Tommy in Seattle. I, I'm blind. I don't have my. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. And I know you can't see University it. Now. Or whoever is saying, yeah, sell similar. So at what point do you relist?
0: Or like, sell similar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, so is the question like, is there a point at which you quit selling similar and actually relist it? Or is it like. Oh yeah. I see. I I know, a lot of people say sell similar and relist
0: like. Right. I thought it was like how long, like what time frame before. I, I before.
1: see. Okay. Well, let's but, answer, I mean, it. If you don't answer it correctly. Say it again. <laughs> so yes. Let's answer both. So like, oh yeah. the okay. one is, you know, I personally try to keep things. I do sell similar. I don't let items get past 90 days old and slash when I'm really on top of it, I try not to let them be 30 days old. So those are like the two benchmarks kind of, mm. um, now, where did you come? I know this answer, but where did you come up with this? I had a growth advisor who does work for eBay, who basically <laughs> told me anything after 30 days or well, really anything between 30 days and 90 days is stale. Uh-oh, I
0: froze. We all froze. Oh, I guess. Oh, you're frozen. Oh, but I can still hear okay. you. Are we good? Now? I just wasn't talking. I was writing something down.
1: <laughs> okay. I just saw both of us freeze and I was like, oh no. Oh, no, I just wasn't talking. Or so moved. between, between okay, zero to 30 days is fresh. Hooray, shiny new listing. 30 days to 90 days is stale. And past 90 days is stagnant. So stagnant is what you want to absolutely avoid. Stale is not great, but it's still not like getting totally buried probably, depending yeah. on how much competition you have. So for your
0: items. I wish that they, one, gave us that metrics because they obviously look at it. Yeah. Um, and two that they told us that right like you know it from a growth advisor and i know it from a growth advisor but the only reason that we had growth advisors is i was at ebay open and you won the grant right like not everyone has access to that Um, right i think everyone should have access ebay if you're out there (laughs) yeah well and told them directly that i think everyone should
1: have yeah well and again obviously so optional but like that would be great to have access to it and like You know they can pull all kinds of reports that we can't and it's really and and like it's good i mean it's a lot of information too so unless you're a data whiz which most of us are not you know it's hard to know what you're looking at exactly or like what the implications of it are or what actions are going to remedy what's in there like it helps to have an advisor who's actually explaining that to you um i get why they don't put it is
0: all of that information for us all to see yeah but i think if you're selling especially if you get to like a certain point, maybe like the second store or something like, right. Like you get a quarterly growth advisor appointment. Right. Um, so I am going to second what Anna said as well, as far as how similar. Um, I only recently did this, so I have done quite a few videos on my findings in doing it and how I decided and the charts and graphics and all of the stuff to help you guys make these decisions for you. eBay did just come out. I get so excited when they have a new chart. Um, they just came out with a new chart and you can look at each of your listings, traffic so you can kind of see like if it is starting to you know dwindle um yeah I have gotten to where I I think it's at 60 days everything's turned over in 60 days however we talked last week about doing this during this time of year because I'm getting the same amount of watchers if not more on my items and I'm thinking that people are like saving items to get christmas money and then come back and buy them um so i i used to just all my old items 25 sell similar this month i'm only doing oldest items that don't have any watchers um just because i don't and then like after christmas i'm going to send out like mass coupons and newsletters and yes so stay tuned see if that's the case (laughs) um As far as like relisting and like auditing your stuff, this is actually one of my goals for the new year. We've been talking about like last month, you like you inspired me last month. You didn't list any new items and you had your best month. And like, you obviously can't keep that up forever for you would probably take a while <laughs> yeah, all- for a while. <laughs> <Yeah. Right>. But <laughs> as far yeah. as like theory goes, if you are right. selling more items in your listing, eventually your store is going to be nothing. But oh, yeah. I would be sure. really happy if I could have all my inventory in one place and still make the money that I'm making now. Yeah. yeah. I get kind of to a place where I'm like a 2000 store. I'm at like 2300 now. Um. Mm-hmm. And selling what I have, right? And for cash flow as well, like I think my margins are going to, they are already are. My margins are getting slimmer and slimmer. It's harder to find good items. I'm paying more at thrift stores. People are paying my average sale price is continuing to decline. And so for my cash flow, if I can sell items that I already have and not list as many new items. Um, and so I think one strategy, and stay tuned because I'll do a video, you guys know I will, um, on selling similar. But I think right now I just end to end realist. it sometimes I'll change a price or something but I really just don't do anything and I think I'm gonna go in I'm maybe five a day and like actually look at the listing change like because it's been a while like yeah. maybe comps have changed or right. maybe I have new knowledge with
1: yeah now you can have 24 photos yes
0: yeah, so I'm not gonna take more photos
1: <laughs> I won't
0: do that's that. a lot of work yeah I know but I have been going in and changing because like my photo setup has changed. And so some of the photos aren't great. Or even just changing like this photo looks, you know, moving the order. Yeah, picking or... a
1: different main photo sometimes too. Like cropping something more or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yes. So I think, I mean, I think that answered both of the questions. But let yeah. us know if we didn't. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Thanks for this conversation. It keeps us company. I'm glad. Um, for those who don't want to see our faces, this conversation is on my podcast as well. So if you want to just listen to it and you don't like have YouTube and you don't want to stream it, um, they all go up on my podcast as well. If you want to
1: listen. And if you burn through all of Sarah's podcasts, I also have a podcast that I haven't listed a new episode in, in a long time hosted with my friend Katie, but it's called the doing scary things podcast. And it really is very inspiring. We talk to people from all kinds of walks of life and talk about our scary thing that we did together, which was writing and recording and releasing music. And um, it's really cool to hear from all the different people. Like we have everybody from, you know, uh, single dad to a volcanologist I don't know if you even know what that is I didn't my eight-year-old probably does what is it <laughs> <laughs> a volcano scientist amazing but you know everybody has their own challenges and scary things in life that they're pursuing and it's 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 good like uplifting stuff to listen to so and you know. too right
0: like because we yeah, are sure. doing something different I think you could probably learn from like oh yeah a hard thing definitely uh Duncan's saying the economy does not seem to affect what I sell and when in the bad comedy uh economy they buy more collectors have money in deep pockets agreed and that's where uh, um collector yes of postcard I think it's postcards or stamps or both like it's in that realm I think um that's serious Yes. And so the recession is going to impact everybody differently. For me, it's definitely impacting. Uh, Mission listed Mm -hmm. items on eBay sellers should know eBay removes listings without warning. So what should sellers do? Mm -hmm. So uh, in releasing my video, um, I've heard from quite a few people like back to the stale and stagnant. um, Mm -hmm. eBay, after a while, if it's been on there, they just like fall off. I can't get eBay to commit to this.
1: So I'm going (laughs) to say it's... it, anecdotally
0: it seems fine. to be it is hearsay but it's hearsay from quite a few people who have also noticed it i do have quite a few missing but i will also say that i didn't monitor and keep track of it so i can't say if ebay dropped it or if i accidentally ended it right or if it like i think a lot of what has happened and i know there was a glitch in this um like the item sold and then didn't get real or got canceled and then that that relisting didn't was-
1: relist automatically
0: yeah. So that's something you, mm-hmm. I'm trying to add to my process. You can add that to your process. I feel like if you do the sell similar on a regular basis, that should probably help because then you don't have stale listings. Um, Everything is new to eBay's. Um... <laughs> Duncan, everything is new to eBay. Uh, my growth advisor said the same thing. Our answer is perfect. Okay, so if you guys do have questions, let us know. Um, do you have other goals?
1: Do we talk about goals? Um, I'm going to look back at our little cheat sheet and see. Yeah, okay, I don't remember you. what... Oh um okay yeah i think that's pretty good another thing that i think you put on here was just like what do you do when you're just like not about it and you but you have you have to keep going and you're like unmotivated i mean holiday is prime time for this like my husband john who's amazing i love hanging out with him you know we enjoy our life together a lot and he It's about to be off work for 16 days. And I guess who's not off work for 16 days? Mm. I'm like, uh, I still have to go. Like of all the times that I don't want to go out into the garage where I am now and ship stuff. It's like, he's just like got free time. And I'm like, I gotta go work. And it's
0: hard, especially when it's busy, to completely take off reselling. Like the only time I've ever turned it off is when I was at eBay Open. Oh
1: my gosh. I didn't even turn mine off. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, which I mean, which is basically the same thing, right? Yeah. I have turned it off. Um, I've delayed handling time like a day or two here and there. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I'll
1: do it for up to 15 days and still sell stuff. But then I just have a pile thing. of items to Scrooge McDuck through when I get home. And that's like, it's a lot. Like, they, I mean you're making up for it later. Definitely. <laughs> just deferred I with any job.
0: Like when I was in corporate America and you had two weeks off it, of, like things still kept going. And I'd like come back to all kinds of, and yeah. my husband's off for a week, not 16 days, but he's off for a week. But like, he still monitors his emails because otherwise he comes back to like 700 emails. And like yeah. the first day is just checking emails that you don't actually need to care about. Um, this was me this week. I am usually a very motivated person. Um, Even my husband was like, because he works from home too. And we go for a walk at lunch. And then I usually like make a shake and go back to work. And this week he's like, you've been like hanging out with me on lunch. Like he sits down and he like enjoys it and like gets on TikTok or whatever. reads a book, like whatever his enjoyment is for the hour off. And I just go straight back to work. Yeah. Um, And he was like, you've been like hanging out with me during lunch. What's going on? (laughs)
1: All like, right, I'm, I'm procrastinating. Is what's going on?
0: I am. It's mostly I don't know. So what I do is like I don't take time off from shipping, um, especially because it's in my it's in my house. Like it takes yeah. me ten minutes to go down. I like this week. I only took fifty photos. Where normally I list eighty four a week. Um, so I, I need eighty four a week, but I get so far ahead like that's my saving grace last week I listed and this is probably part of why I'm burnt out but last week I did photos for 150 items I know but like then I just like crank through it um and so then it allowed me this with
1: that I like I binge tasks like that too and I'm like I'm in the zone I might as well like I'm enjoying it right now
0: (laughs) Yeah, and you just keep going and like it takes more time to set up and get in the zone until you have to pick up the kids and then I do have to stop but um it a lot like getting that far ahead allows me. Like I had the kids are off for two and a half weeks, and I'm taking it off. The only thing I do is I launch drafts every morning in bed where yeah. the kids are before I'm even half awake. um It's still like dark, and I'm like on. my have my glasses on on the phone, yeah. um and then I ship. So I like I'm getting to the point like I and all of my YouTube videos are filmed for like three weeks in advance. Like oh, that's I take time off. But I wasn't off this week, and I was not motivated.
1: <laughs> yeah, like the thing was is, I was preemptively unmotivated to match my off time that's not started yet. I mean, I've I've kind of felt like that too because it's just been well. This week, we um, on Sunday night we flew to Illinois to look at this house and walk through it and get inspections. Did not go well at all, and then we were coming home on tuesday night and our flight got delayed three hours and we got home at two in the morning on wednesday and then i had like 80 things to ship on wednesday and it's been like this you know pretty terrible cascade effect all week to where like now it's friday afternoon and we feel like okay we're finally kind of on top of everything and thank god it's a weekend (laughs) but also you know christmas is like Next week is the week of Christmas. You know, we have family plans and like all the stuff that we're doing and then the week after that we're in a wedding and then we're going to Illinois for a week after that for actual mm-hmm. Christmas up and there. And you're not taking time off? You have Well, time. I'm taking so like I'm just doing time away. Like like extending my hand like time with yeah. time away, but I'm leaving it turned on so the people can still purchase stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I won't actually turn that on officially until like I think Christmas Eve, Eve or something. So like next weekend i will you know have a little bit of delay and then like the three two or three days after christmas i'll be shipping a ton and then my time away will start and i won't ship anything till january 9th
0: and then you'll come back to like a crap ton of
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. right Hopefully, like because it's yeah. coming in super close to my goal of a hundred thousand gross
0: and i'm not i think that's part of my motivation lack of motivation i'm yeah. i'm not gonna make it yeah. Um, and so now I'm like, well, I'm not going to make it effort. It. I don't care. Like usually I'm like, I get it. The goal I can. And I like, it's not going to happen. My sales have not, my sales have been fairly consistent Yeah, ish. They're dwindling a little bit, but I like, it's not going to happen. And I'm so cl- I'm at, let me see.
1: Yeah. I, I kind of feel like that too. And it's like a bummer. Cause I'm like, I'm going to be this close. I know I'm going to be this close <laughs> whether I <laughs> make it or don't make it. It's going to be by this much. So I'm just like, meh. I don't know. Like, I feel like I've pushed all my levers as far as I can push them, and now it's just, like, up to fate, you know? You don't
0: make it, though, because you're, like, you're killing it this month. Like, I'm not. Mine's a the average month, but I had to have a killer month, and it's not.
1: I had a killer month last month, and then this month so far has been even more killer, but... I don't know how that's going to slow down once things can't arrive for Christmas anymore. You know, like the last. It's till the, sev- it's till the seventeenth. True, but that's oh, smart <laughs> So I don't know. It's like if things actually hold at
0: this level, then yeah, we'll so, make. But then you get like in years past, I usually get an after Christmas bump. Yeah. And I'm gonna like push it hard. I'm not gonna hit my goal. I'm at ninety-two thousand right now. <clears throat> I'm gonna be All so right. friends. We're rounding up. I'm just letting y'all know. Yeah. <laughs> we're rounding up 9500 gets rounded or 95,000 gets rounded up. So if I can get it to there then we're 90 rounds up. Anything 50,000 to 100,000 <laughs> like we're rounding to the nearest 100. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Um we have a couple of questions coming in. So question when you put your eBay store on vacation, how do you handle There was a question before that and I don't want to forget it. Okay. Would you recommend Poshmark over eBay to sell clothing? Uh, Mostly used, vintage, some new tag. I'm just getting started in Canada. I love the channel. Um, So I'm going to answer this question. You do. I have no (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I started... I think it depends on what you want. My eBay is absolutely significantly better than my Postmark. My average sale price is higher there. My uh, volume is higher there. It's about two to four times the gross revenue, depending on the month and what's going on. Um, so from that perspective, eBay is killer. It has a higher... There's more buyers, there's more analytics and tools and store features that you can use international, right? So all of that from a just getting started standpoint, though, I did start on Poshmark because Poshmark is significantly easier. Um, It took me about eight months of being very, very consistent on eBay for me to get more sales on eBay than on Poshmark on Poshmark within the first month, I was making fairly consistent-ish, Poshmark consistent type sales because as long as you're sharing your items and you know how to list their listings like, really, really easy, uh, you don't know, have to know how to ship, You don't like it's really easy. So if you're just wanting to get started and not, it, it kind of depends on what you want, I guess. My it, clothing for me sells way better on eBay, um, but it's a higher learning curve and if you, mm-hmm make a hiccup or two on Poshmark, you don't you don't get dinged, You don't it's get really not consequences. Yeah. Right. And on eBay, if you get started and you start on the wrong foot, it could impact yeah. Your eBay for a while. Um so I think it probably just depends.
1: I wonder I'm not trying to give you jobs, Sarah, but I wonder if there like if you were to like build a course or something that was like here's how to get started on eBay with clothing, but not like fall into those pitfalls to, you know, mm-hmm. avoid getting like off to a bad start I feel like there's so many like little things and
0: that's kind of hard like because then it always changes and I'm I don't know because my husband's told me that too he's like you need to capture like you need to make content for the new people like here's how you make a listing I don't list I don't know
1: we does have a huge arsenal of their you know information straight from the horse's mouth about that stuff Right. I think people just don't know about it, and it's like it's a lot. Like it's kind of tedious, but I mean it's like produced. You know, it's highly high production value.
0: <laughs> like so, they have. So what uh, Anne is talking about is they have a seller school. So if you are new to mm-hmm. eBay, they have a whole school. It's free, but it's very comprehensive. Yeah. Um, but they will tell you all of the things and walk you through it. Yes. Um, so maybe it's, just- like,
1: it's like modules. You know, mm-hmm. um, videos for each little task that you could possibly have questions about but you know then there's sort of the anecdotal like word on the street stuff from like being a reseller that's like what's it like selling in this category and like what are the what are the things that you're seeing in like real time you know that's why you do stuff like this because it's like this is relevant literally right now because we're all in it right now
0: and tips that they don't necessarily tell you or workarounds and stuff (laughs) right (laughs) but on that note my big overarching goal for next year like we said is to do more like that so keep those coming if you guys have i love building spreadsheets i build can i show you my new spreadsheet please it goes,
1: it goes on you've never ask
0: <laughs> my husband uh, does spreadsheets for a living too so this aspect he actually does um help me with that's what we were working on a spreadsheet. that's why i was a couple of minutes late um share my screen so i kind of touched on it it's it's not for sale yet so you guys can't buy it it's gonna be for sale like i think next week um because i have to do a couple like graphics and stuff but you guys get first. Let me see. Let me stop talking so I can show you. <laughs> um. All right, that's that. Let's look. Oh, I don't have it up. There it is. Okay. <gasps> okay. So it's a golden formula for resellers. But then I made a platinum formula for resellers. So now we can start looking at our net revenue. In platinum Netflix. formula. Yeah, so it's not just your gross, you can start looking at like what your net impact. And then this is so uh, like one of my viewers, shout out, you know who you are. Um, was like you should do like a listing template. So yes. now it will automatically populate what your goal is based off of all of your numbers in your platinum formula. Wow. You can update it in here and it'll like say, Oh, uh oh, you didn't make- <laughs> how many listings did. You could print it out too. Cause I know not everybody wants to do a spreadsheet. Um, but then also like we were talking, like doing a reflection, like what did I do this week? How can I improve? What can I do better? Um, and I'm going to start in January, like some listing, um, groups and like listing, what do you call it? Like, I don't know what the right word is. Um, but just where people like we can have listing, what is the right word they do? them. Um, people do like that a list lot. party. Yeah. Well, or like a listing goal, like we like have a accountability type of group. Yes. A challenge. Thank you. (laughs) I've never really done a listing challenge because y'all know me and I don't promote listing, 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 but this is giving you a listing goal based off of your number. Yeah. Well, if you're
1: building, it's a lot more relevant. Like you're not just in maintenance mode. Uh, by the way, speaking of that, I have not listed anything in December either. So literally haven't listed anything since October, just so you know.
0: Are you not listing until you move, like intentionally, or just that is been- correct? <laughs> <Will> <laughs> well, you have stuff to li- like, are you not sourcing either? Like, you don't well, have anything to list.
1: I have a little bit, I won't call it a death pile, it's really because I deferred finishing it on purpose because of just the circumstances around moving. But, um, but I will start listing again once I get kind of set up there. Right now, I just needed to kind of like pare down the tasks that I that I'm doing every week to mostly only shipping and like admin. um, And even my wonderful sister in law, Amanda, who works for me, she's kind of been like taking a holiday, not doing too much either, like she because she just wants to and it's a flexible job. So like, I'm like, Absolutely. that works for me. Like, you know, so she's got some stuff that she could be photographing and stuff whenever she wants to get back into it. um, But I, there's really no hurry because that uh, hasn't impacted my sales seemingly at all. So
0: no, so now friends, I would like for you to hear this for those in the back who missed it. <laughs> you don't have to list every single day to make sales. Obviously, yeah. eventually you're, with dwindle yes. and there's strategies around it. But so many times it's like, when I, I don't know if y'all can tell. One of my biggest pet peeves is it like list, 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 list. But yeah. there's more like things that go behind it um, in your business to make it work. Right. And it's more of a, oh yeah. Oh, question for you. Oh, I had a question real quick before we get to that one. So when you move, what are you going to do? Because you're not going to have her anymore. Are you going to try and find someone else?
1: So actually, our plan tentatively is to have her continue, but mostly shift into sourcing, because she'll be down here in the wonderful, beautiful South. And there's different kind of stuff that, you know, is easy to find and access around where she lives. And that's really different than the Midwest and the type of stuff and the places I already like to source when I'm up there. So she'll probably be sourcing more than anything. And maybe like once a quarter we'll meet up and I'll get all that stuff from her. You know, she can go ahead and photograph it and everything and have all the photos like ready. And then once it gets to me and it's in my possession, then it gets listed, but we haven't like test driven that yet, but that's kind of our tentative plan because you know, I want to focus on higher quality inventory. She's going to have to spend more time to find better stuff, and yeah. but it'll be stuff that you can't get right, and it will be like we're churning, not churning, you know, four hundred items through her door like every month. It might be more like you know a hundred items or something. And but then I'm also doing some sourcing again, which I was virtually not doing any this year because we were cleaning out an estate. So like I'll be doing some sourcing in the Midwest. She'll be doing some sourcing here, and you know, it won't be as important to replenish the number of items. That's why it's totally okay for me to sell down. Because also for the people in the back, or if you've never, you don't know anything about my store, I start. I started out as having over 12,000 listings. And actually now I'm, I'm quite a bit below that because I've been selling stuff down to prepare to move. But still, you know, I feel like I could comfortably sell down to seven or 8,000 items and still be like totally fine. Yeah. And then at that point, we're just replenishing what sells with higher dollar things
0: yes oh that's exciting keep us posted because those will be all new processes that you're gonna have to figure out yeah
1: it's gonna be interesting i mean our plan is to be frequent flyers to not maybe not literally we'll drive to but you know like frequent visitors to georgia like all of my husband's family is here we have a lot of friends here we've lived here for 11 years like it's it's home to us too and you know we both are have flexible slash remote work so we
0: can travel, you know, and back. We, and if we're going to get inventory, it's a, a business expense now, right?
1: Exactly. So we'll be around like pretty frequently. And so I think it'll work out that way if we can kind of plan it, you know. Well. And then you can
0: take the photos too, so you don't have to like find someone and train someone.
1: Right. Ooh, okay. Uh, we do
0: have some questions. We keep chatting. Um, we don't, I don't get to chat. Well, we chat, but like, we're not going to do this for three weeks. We got to get it all out. I know now. That's so true. <laughs> uh, would you recommend, oh, that's the one we just asked question. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you putting question. Cause it does help me know which ones are for us. real You guys chatting, uh, when you put your eBay store on vacation, how do you handle pirate ship international shipping? Do you edit through business policies? Do you use that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't either so we can answer. Right. Maybe Duncan can.
1: Sorry, Carol. Duncan <laughs> yeah, can we don't use pirate shipping. um Yeah, I do. I mean, just in general with business policies, like when you put on time away, it just adds handling time to whatever your handling time is in your business policy. So like I never have to go in and change my business policy. It just works together like for like all of my shipping policies. So I imagine it would probably be the same, but I don't know for sure because I don't use that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't use... I keep it all in... Like, my stuff is never
1: significantly
0: yeah. cheaper in Pirate Ship to make it work. Me neither. To use it and go outside. Yeah. Um. There wasn't a glitch. Did you have a glitch with bulk shipping? Have you started bulk shipping yet? No. For 80 items? Seriously, Anna? Come, okay, that has to be your first thing you stream on in January. You can't do them all at
1: once, but even if you broke it down to 20 at a time. it was I like, No, I, what happens is I get all geared up for like a Monday or something where there's like 80 and then I forget to do it. <laughs> yeah, you
0: like, can, like Do it on like the day when there's like five, right. And do a couple times
1: to build it, like to like figure it out. Maybe I'll, like- I'll make myself a note to do that. Like on Monday, this Monday and I'll see, I'll report back <laughs> in January about how that goes. But yeah, um, I literally just keep forgetting to try it. Sorry. Oh, it saves so much time.
0: Um, <laughs> have you heard anything about EJ, eBay cart issue? I couldn't add to cart for a few days until I uninstalled and installed the app. I'm curious how widespread this is. Uh, Duncan said there's, and I was just going to say, I think, I know they're making some updates and all we, like, the, it's technology. They're a big platform. There's lots of things going on. Um, I heard there was also a glitch with, uh, this is why I asked about bulk shipping. My friend was having an issue with bulk shipping. It, she wasn't able to do it, but then it's back now. So I think it was just a glitch. Um, are you wanting to sell to Canada or US site? Oh, yes. That's a great question, Tommy. Thank you for bringing that up because they did say they're in Canada. Um, did say they there's another reason to sell on eBay because Poshmark's Canada. It's like you can only do to Canada. Or I think you can ship across... But the shipping's really I, shipping wise and uh, buyer wise, eBay would be the better platform for sure. Oh, here we go. Uh, any questions friends? we got about 10 minutes left. Can regular sellers have growth advisors? Is this something we can pay for from eBay? Not that I know of.
1: Not that I know of either. And I'm not sure what the plan is for that because I think it's a fairly new program in general. And so I don't know. I don't know what their plan is for like how to put people in the queue for that.
0: I've talked because I didn't even know what a growth advisor was until we went to headquarters, and I was like, "Excuse me, what?" Yeah, right. <laughs> for, Like two years ago when I like needed it, and I still like had one with them, but I was like, "This would have been so helpful." Like, to yeah. Me. Um. I've been in talks with them and I have anytime anyone will listen to me at eBay, which isn't a lot, like I'm obviously not like a big influencer on eBay, but whenever I have meetings with people, I tell them um, that having that or some kind of mentorship um, and they said that like obviously they can't release anything or say anything's coming until they have like all their ducks in a row. But they did say that is on their agenda for next year. Um to have more support for newer sellers, like maybe some mentorships or like Zoom calls where you can like attend and have like people teach you like something. I don't know what it's gonna yeah. look like exactly, but
1: it is <laughs> on the radar. I'm thinking about all the like networking rooms and stuff in eBay open, like <laughs> I mean yeah, some I, of them were great and some of them were like someone just monopolized them the whole time and was like really crotchety and awful. Like it was, it was hit or miss. It was it yeah, from
0: what I from the one person that I talked to in their vision it was more structured.
1: Yeah. Um, so more like
0: one of the classes. I don't know. I don't know. I can't say to it, but it is on their radar. You cannot have a growth advisor now. Um, but it's on their radar to start helping sellers a lot more um in different avenues than they do now sir i just started adding clothing yeah. to my store i need a coaching sarah help i review ebay stores i also review your listing quality report so if you guys pull it and you have no idea what it means um it's all on my website uh do do, 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 do. okay one more question oh oh my god that's not one more question we have lots more questions okay oh, let's <laughs> do
1: you oh wow i didn't scroll yeah that just thing just happened to me anyways i know i
0: thought we were at the bottom and then i was like nope nope we're not uh, do you cross list on poshmark and ebay and if so do you price each item the same on both platforms or differently depending on each site? so anna does not um i use list- <laughs> if you want to try it down below uh, it's 30 percent off if you use my coupon code i do get you know an affiliate kickback for it but you also get 30 percent off um i use it to cross list, and when i say i i mean my virtual assistants use it so everything starts on ebay And then it goes over to Poshmark. It starts on eBay first for a week because my average sale price is higher on eBay, so I want to give it a chance to sell higher there. Um, I do because my virtual assistants do it now. I used to do it, and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) what it was, (laughs) and it's not rocket science. Like they've already and they list. so they already know how to do it. Yeah. but the pricing can be somewhat different. So what I, my process now is they take it from eBay to Poshmark. They look up the comps on Poshmark. And if it's within like a range of the same price, they just list it at what eBay was. Just leave and there. then Yeah. And then if there's a couple, like I have a couple right now, there's like three of them that she listed and she's like, these are really different. Um, can you take a look at them? So then I go in and decide I will change them to comps on Poshmark because sometimes things go crazy. Um, yeah. I do have a video on if you should cross list though, so check that out. How are you can sell yay, this is a great question. Uh how are you selling consistently if you're not listing? Isn't this part of the eBay algorithm? Isn't it's- it?
1: It's not. <laughs> it's really, it's really not. But sort of, asterisk, I'm in of asterisk, it's not. So what I'm doing instead is I'm not sure if you were here like um earlier when Sarah was talking about this in a different context, but basically, um, for my whole store i sell similar so i try not to let any of my almost 12,000 listings get to be older than 90 days even better if they're you know not even older than 30 days um but the whole thing about selling similar is that you're not just like refreshing the same listing that's there it actually like stops the old listing and creates it as a new listing so it has a new listing ID number and it's as far as eBay's back end is concerned it's a it is a new listing. So obviously, you know, like we were kind of talking about this before too like if you're relisting crappy listings that have like poor quality photos and not a very good title. I mean, although I did sell another item that had a three-word title this week and I thought I'm-
0: Yes, but so it's an outlier it's not what uh, i say what i do anyway
1: that you don't was, buy her book because her listing well, titles are just kidding they're not usually three words but <laughs> well that was a an error that happened in bulk that i never went back and cleaned okay, up i so, yeah, yeah. just kept moving forward but anyway um that does happen but yeah it's if your listing quality is good then you know selling similar in my experience significantly you know helps you not have to list and and honestly like I'm glad that this is true because I didn't even know about that until earlier this year I've been doing this for over five years at this point and my whole strategy is based on listed and forget it so now the forget it comes with the asterisk of but sell similar every 90 days so that the things stay fresh because you know for me like as i'm going through the next phase of my life which is hopefully going to include having small children in my house i'm not going to be listing a whole lot and i'm i'm banking on literally banking on this you know 11 to 12 thousand item stash of things to continue to consistently sell and thankfully <laughs> sell similar is kind of what makes that happen
0: so so i will say as far as the algorithm part yes um that, and i've done a couple of videos on this the algorithm is not like ebay has four boxes and you have to check each box the purpose of the algorithm is buyer behavior yes for ebay to make sales and so if you think about it, if you kind of change your mindset of like what is the purpose of the algorithm? Yeah. So listing every day helps because people sort by newly listed people yes. in collectibles, like Duncan probably has followers who are like, oh, he just listed something new. I've already looked at all 400 that he has. Oh, this is a new item. I've never seen yes. like a lot of collectibles. will, or like people who are searching for like that one Louis Vuitton bag that doesn't get listed. Um, you know, so people are People are sorting that way. People are shopping that way. Yeah. But then also from the algorithm perspective, listing new items, it it doesn't check a box, but when an item gets listed as a new item on eBay, eBay looks at it and says, hey, I want to make money. I I want, like I'm eBay, I want to make money off of this listing, how do I make money? Well, people have to see it. Yeah, I don't know that this is a crap item or a good item. I'm gonna put it in all kinds of different places and figure out where people are gonna click, where people are gonna buy, where it's gonna go. And so when you first list an item, it gets a ton of exposure because eBay is trying to figure out, trying to get it sold. Right. If you have an item and let's say, and this is where like doing your item specifics and doing everything correctly. If you have an item and it gets put in places that no one wants to buy it, like let's say you have a, Colorado Rockies hat and you list it as a Broncos hat so it keeps getting put in front of Broncos. <laughs> no one's going to buy it because right. it's not what you're actually looking for. I don't know why that came up because I don't even follow sports. I think I have like <laughs> something okay. back there that I saw. But if you don't it like if it keeps putting yeah. in places that no one wants to buy it, it gets suppressed, right? And that's where like the algorithm goes in. It's not like you have to list every day so eBay shows your
1: items. You list every day because then your items will get shown. So uh, that's a gr- brilliant explanation. My question for you yeah. is, have you tried a direct comparison of listing new items every day versus selling similar, that same number of new items every day? Have you done that yet? I haven't. So I I kept getting a glare. I
0: have not. I'm going to do it. Um, in I wanted to hit my goal this month, this yeah. year. So I was like, I'm not going to do anything new. Well, that's right. not going to happen, but now it's the holidays. Um, so right. January January or February, probably February, because January, the kids are still home and I have to like get my life back together. I am um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I will be doing some scenarios. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I want to try that. I mean, because frankly, I, I mean, I have been keeping my whole store fresh, but I've been bulk selling similar, like by, you know, hundreds up to like, I'll do 2000 in a day or something. So I'm not consistently listing every day. So I just thought about that. Like, I'm not even doing that in a best practices way. If we're, if we're sort of swapping out one for one, a new listing with a sold similar listing. So maybe that's something that I can do to try to get to my goal is like, do, you know, 10 sell similar every day to like make, you know, because I am not benefiting from that buyer behavior stuff as much right now because I'm not consistently listing every day. Like I've done that before. Wow. Consistently listed, you know, a few a day instead of bulk listing my new stuff, and that has helped. So, like, I know there's something to that, but I because I've just only been doing sell similar, I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah.
0: no. When I, I think that. that, and the one other caveat that I didn't say, it's not an algorithm. It's uh if you have all these items and no one's buying them, and you sell similar to them, you may just have crap items that nobody wants. List right. new items. It's not an algorithm, but listing new items, you have more knowledge, you have better buying. Your like yeah. items might just be better items, and so you're selling those, yeah. right? So like only selling similar. If you have crap, is not going to help,
1: right? And they have twelve thousand crap items.
0: You never know. Yes, um, I do have to go get kids. So let me see if there's other questions that we can answer quickly. I need courses. I have courses. I do have two courses, friends. Um, it's more about like the numbers and the analytics and how about if you understand that and you understand how things work, I, you can figure it. Like, to sell our school is for free. You can figure out how to do a listing. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Courses are a waste of money, Duncan. I should have read that. I, um, the course does come for free if you become if you join my membership, though, so you get the course and then you get, like, one-on-one support for me. Um, do you cross-list on postmark and, Oh, we already did that one. Do we already do that one? I think we're – are we good? Do you see any questions? Yeah.
1: No, I think that's right. Blah, blah, blah. I'm looking down. Da, 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 da. When do we go live next? Duncan wants to know. Um second friday in
0: january we're taking the first friday in january off and yes. then in theory we're gonna go live the second one but anna's in the process of buying a house and moving and i have little kids that so many things yeah there. are my five-year-old's teacher had covid and then his/her. Uh, they have two teachers the other one had strep like i'm just awaiting oh. our
1: fate the illness <laughs> descend
0: yes so in theory it's the second january um in practice just keep an eye out i do i do have them on youtube right now so you can remind yourself um but they might get canceled depending on yes
1: we'll just keep your eye on it it's a moving target but we will be back as much as we can starting the second friday in january yes
0: exactly and i am still doing vlogmas so there is still a video coming out every single day through december um and then going i do have videos in january planned out as well um i don't know that i can maintain every single day that's been a lot
1: that is um, a lot,
0: a lot. <laughs> it's a lot especially because i'm taking three weeks off so i had to get like 21 videos
1: up that is so that is mind-blowing to me
0: it's a lot but i like talking and i like teaching and that's going into the new year all right i do have to go get children everybody have a happy holidays yes. always feel free to send me dms and ask questions Amazon, instagram as well and a great Contact obviously she's very knowledgeable as well, and I hope. Every- I know. I hope everybody has a wonderful new year. Um, I am doing a discount on all of my products. You can. Oh, nice. Forty-five uh, percent. Let me see. I want people to have access to them. I don't have it. I'm going to put it on my Instagram today. Um, but everything is going to be forty-five percent off going into the new year, so you guys can get set up with your numbers and we can start twenty twenty three off right. Yes.
1: So- Let's do it.
0: Have a wonderful holiday and have a